Hello guys, welcome back to Tama Talk with John and Hunter. How's it going, John? What's on your mind? What you thinking? Dude, I'm going to tell you, man, I'm still feeling like it's not real. We say this every yeah. time we get on the yeah. daggum, on the air and everything. I know. But I will say this. What's got me thinking about a lot of things is, and we'll talk more about that later, which is going to be Freddie Freeman's contract situation. Yeah. But let's get on what's actually going on right now in the off season. Yeah. So, yeah, free agent-wise. So, as many, if y'all care about baseball, you probably already know, we've had a few deals already gone down. Syndergaard to the Angels, Loop to the Angels, both uh, one on a two-year deal, one on Thor on a one-year deal. We got Matt's going to the Cardinals, 44 mil, four years. Uh, I think that's a good deal for the Cardinals where it wouldn't have been a good deal for the Mets. Yeah, I agree with you on that because... There's a reason he improved after he left New York. Well, I think a lot of people improve when they get a change of scenery out of the big yeah, cities. Yeah, it's not necessarily out of New York, but he, he, I think he'll do well with the Cardinals or at least be a good three guy, you know. I mean, yeah, definitely. And um, uh, your three guy nowadays makes 44 mil. Ten, ten, Smiley made 11 for one year. Uh, well, we really that, got our – we actually got our money out of him, honestly. Yeah, Morton made, you know, 20 for next year, and he's going to be coming off a broken leg. I always I'm wonder kind of – I'm kind yeah. of wondering how we're going to – I always worry about that because I feel like a little bit of his motivation might be lost on that. But I think he'll want to come back and have something else to hang his hat on outside of leaving the game with – who knows – but that's a little scary. I mean, with with uh, if it was like a foot injury instead of the leg, really, I would be a little more worried. It was fractured, and who knows how so- like how large that fracture is. But it it wasn't like it was broken, so that's a good thing. Like it wasn't through and through, like broken. His, I mean, uh, it was fibia. not. It was not a break. It was just or a, not fibia. It tibia, was just, fibia. I always get them mixed up, even though I broke both of mine tibia. in my life. Tibia. But, yeah. And, uh, but it's fractured. It's not broke. Who knows? He was still pitching on it. It couldn't have been. But I don't know. That probably well, his, obviously his adrenaline was jacked up. That's yeah. why he wasn't feeling and it. And it, it, that obviously makes it worse. But uh, I think if he leaves the game when he gets hit by by uh, Altuve, then nothing's fractured and nothing happens. I actually agree with you. I think him putting the stress of yeah. his uh, weight, yeah, with the forward motion. For pro, I think I forget how many they said, but it was, he got three it was outs a little, off of it. it. Yeah, but it, he also finished that inning. That's what I'm saying. So he he thrown at least double digit pitches somewhere in there, like between 20, ten and fifteen, something like that. Something after like that, happened. yeah. Not yeah. I mean, but I mean, I still think this is something he can come back pretty easily from. As long as yeah, he does the proper rehab. But, yeah, it, and it's just I'm curious to what his overall motivation is going to be, especially after went doing so well and winning this season, winning a World Series. Like, if I'm him at his age. You want to know what I think his motivation I, I is? I would be pretty happy right now with how things went outside no. of that last inning. You're event. not going to lose your motivation to win another one. Yeah, I don't know. No, you're not. He was about to retire before he came to the Braves this year. He was willing to do one more go at it. Yeah. And then the Braves said, here's $20 million for one more. He's like, okay, I like and this team. And an option Everything's... for 23. Yeah. I, 
I don't. I don't see. I don't. I don't see them actually exercising that. Me and you've actually talked about this. Because he yeah, got. The, I don't remember there being an option. There's an. Though. There's I an option. No, there's an option. Okay. Uh, for it, yeah. Well, if that's the case, then he'll he'll probably be a little bit more motivated to get back in the swing of things. I don't know how that's going to work with him. I don't know. I don't know how. You know, nobody knows truly what his mindset well, see, is. Just the, like we wonder about Freeman right see, now. See, but the second option, right, is a team option. It's a team option that they can yeah. pick up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's doubtful. It's either way, either way, if he came back and pitched next year, too, we probably wouldn't want to say, here's another 20-something mil Depending for another year. Depending on how good year. he does, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's not unheard of, just like with Verlander, what just happened with him. One got year, another, $25 million. Yeah, with the Houston Astros. Which back is, with them. we were actually bidding on him, too. Well, uh, they knew they had to have some pitching back, and they seen in his tryouts that a lot of teams went to that it was there. He It was clearly, if anything, he felt rejuvenated. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. The Tigers should have done it. Houston should have done it. Any team that needs pitching, which is everybody, should, you know, could have done it, especially if you're right there. But Houston done it because they needed somebody else in there with all those young guys they got in the rotation. They needed somebody solidified. So you need a veteran presence, obviously. Yeah. And, yeah, I think. And Granky also, I wouldn't be too surprised if – they kept him for one more year or something like that. Well, I don't I don't disagree with that. I think it's a good call. Now they're saying maybe Cardinals for him because if I'm a Astros fan, I I kind of wouldn't want them to keep Granky because of his stature in Major League Baseball, he's owed a lot more money than I would want to give him just for to be the second veteran in the rotation. I mean, uh, basically the smiley. He pitched really good. I mean, he pitched really good in his game against the Braves. Don't get me wrong. He done exactly his job, which is get him through four or five. Well, innings. if you actually go back, but to they the, expected uh, several runs on the the Braves to probably tack on a couple solo shots against him in those five innings he pitched. Now I want you to go back to and last he year. He shut us actually. out. So I want you to go back to job. last year, right? Yeah. Um. Well, no, I'm sorry, not, not last year, 2019, when the Nationals won it, right? He pitched a hell of a game seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, he had a no-hitter going through six. Yeah. I mean, he can still throw a 90-mile-an-hour uh, fastball, and if you couple that with and all kinds of secondary and stuff, and his off-speed stuff, you can be just, effective. He's very effective. Well, look, uh, I'm not putting it all on Granky just that he only got those five innings. The reason he only got those five innings was because they had other options. Hell, he could have had several really good games across the course of, you know, yeah, the postseason. Definitely. I mean, who knows what he's truly got left in the tank if he was asked to empty it out, but he wasn't. But, see, he is – he's an anomaly. Yeah. Well, I mean uh, – And really is apparently one of the weirdest guys a, in baseball. Oh, well, yeah, he's definitely one of the weirdest guys in baseball. Well, probably not even close to one of the weirdest guys in baseball, but he got the attention for that. He so really did. see it as that. There's a lot of weird guys in oh, baseball. Oh, yeah. As yeah, well. definitely. Um, Heredia being one of them. I love Heredia. The, I do, too. The Sorge. He's like the biggest cheer. No, you know what? He needs to be the biggest cheerleader in baseball. Out, outside of the guys coming in at the deadline and Peterson coming in right before the deadline and getting things moving for the new guys when they showed up, Heredia has to have been the other most positive influence. Oh, definitely. Out of all those guys. He had to be. And he was the most I mean, fun to watch. Yeah. When they won. 
just come on the field with swords. Yeah, he, that guy's a lot of positive energy, and I, I feel like he's going to be a positive positive energy for us next year. And who knows about you the can't, next? You know, but you, you can't discount positive energy. You ain't got to be the best player, especially in a baseball uh, clubhouse that's 162 yeah. games and yeah. many more days than that leading up to the season. I mean, Most you got to have people that are naturally positive. You need people like that just to bring people up on the days where everybody's dragging ass into the, you know. Yeah. Now, you got to have that. what I'm going to say is uh, I, I just don't know how I feel about Matt's getting $44 million. I don't. It's not that crazy because, look, like I said, look at Smiley. Um, they're around a similar age, believe it or not. Smiley's a little bit older. But um, he, he's get, he got... 11 mil for one year. Yeah, but you're giving... Matt's has more, a better a, more, a better ceiling than Smiley. No, no, he does have a higher ceiling. Yeah, and that, but... and I think it's reasonable for the Cardinals to get that out of him for at least three of those four years or two. They can, they'll get, I think they'll get their money's worth. And well, they need somebody to eat innings in the back of their bullpen, or not even the back, midway through their bullpen. Yeah. He can do that. Well, I, I, I don't say, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I'm just simply saying, honestly, the Mets would have gave him more because supposedly uh, look, everybody wants out of New York right now. Well, he just wasn't about in everybody. New York; he just didn't want to go back. Apparently, well, you know what I mean. But he also, I, I don't know. Like I said, Cohen came out with the these tweets, or not tweets. Just he probably tweeted plenty of crazy shit. But this particular tweet. Just saying, talking about how upset he was about the unprofessionalism of Stephen Matt's lawyer, basically by not giving them the time to say, "Hey, here's more money before he signed with the Cardinals." Well, well, look, maybe he wanted to sign with the Cardinals. Maybe he had no. The Cardinals are one of the best run. Sometimes it's not all about the money; it's about where you feel comfortable pitching at. Yeah, where you feel like you could succeed better because you're going to have less pressure. If you're Stephen Mass and and the Cardinals offer you forty four million, and you're Steve Cohen and you've got uh you've paid that much for a painting, you say yeah, I'll I'll give him forty five. Tell him to call us back. Yeah, and he's sitting there thinking, but I have to go to New York. I have to. That for one, that alone takes more of my money, and it evens it out to less than the forty-four probably you'd get from St. Louis. That's correct because the taxes are higher. Yeah, it, you would have to pay me much more than that if you're Stephen Matt. Essentially, you'd, yeah, yeah, you'd have to be like seventy, or it's not worth coming there. I'd be, and a, not to mention that team isn't likely to win until you get things straight. Like, well, I want you to think about it, and we we have discussed it so many times on this podcast, right? Yeah, you can buy a team, but that don't mean that they're going to mesh. That doesn't mean the chemistry is going to be there. It, it it just doesn't work like that. A lot of times, it's better when you have the homegrown talent that come up through the ranks together. Yeah, and it builds a natural chemistry. Dansby mentioned that several times throughout the time uh, period of time where they kept talking to him about it, and um. Yeah, he kept saying like we've been winning with each other this whole gr- that whole infield and plus Acuna had been winning ball games all the way several years up through the system and then done it right when they entered the big leagues and you know done it at the biggest stage and then they finally just 
you know, hit that peak. They hit the climax. They've finally done it all. But they had went every – they literally won all the way up as a team. Yeah. At every level to every point, every goal that you could get to. And then they finally, you know, well, it, everything came into place. If you're that, – that's why Without I say – Without Acuna, that's ironically. That's why I say that a good farm system is absolutely – Necessary to win championships, and by good farm system, I don't even necessarily think of the players. I think about good development, like managers that oh, develop these guys. Definitely, and we we've seen Philadelphia's had a lot of good prospects come through their system, and either be ruined or leave and find success elsewhere. Exactly, but likely just never find success at all because they were never put in the right hands. The Mets are right there with them, and they've got a couple really, really talented guys right now. Okay. Ronnie Mauricio, Francisco Alvarez, another great, kind of like a Langoliers, Contreras, more like Contreras-style uh, of course, catcher. Of course. Yeah, I mean, they've got a bunch of good guys right now, and they, the guys they cl- traded, they traded, the people they traded to Cleveland was much more talented than Francisco Lindor. They just weren't named Francisco Lindor. Jimenez that that went to – wait, Jimenez, he's their um, bench guy, that utility guy. They've got – either way, they sent a lot of talent Cleveland's way in exchange for I want you to also think about this. They had to sign him after that. You know he's going to regret that contract, right? He's going to regret it? Cohen, I I think he's got enough money. I'm not talking about Cohen. Who? Lindor. Lindor, he's man. Uh, Lindor, he won't want to be there. No, that's what I'm saying. He is going to end up. Who knows what they could do by the time that con- within the period of time. That I want to say this because they wanna, will get better. Okay, I want you to it's think about it. It's just going to take a little bit of time. You look at our coaching staff. I mean, we've got good minor league managers. We've got good developmental staff. In they the were minors. a mess for half of the year. We were too, but, but there's a lot of underlying but, things. Our major league staff, Ron Washington, Walt Weiss, you know, Brian oh, Snicker. Oh, yeah. We, we we had the top to bottom. We've had things together for two decades, yeah. three decades yeah. now. Since, since uh, basically, Sherholtz. Since Sherholtz became our man, a general manager, manager and, or president, of what, I think he... I think he went up the line. He was GM, and then he was vice president of operations, yeah. yeah. Then um, the president. Yeah, so he went up the ladder, and he was the one that brought functionality and some class. Definitely, definitely. And he set that precedent, and and the Braves have been on that trajectory the whole time. And see, he did that the Kansas City way, his way. Yeah. Well, And you know, he about to hit. Ted Turner had to literally... I mean, really make it an offer he couldn't refuse because he told him no several times and finally came back and said, okay, yeah. So Bobby went back to the dugout. Sherholtz took over as GM. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, rest is history, obviously. And that was George Brett uh, Royals days. That That's he was, right, man. That he was used to, you know, looking yeah. over and yeah, definitely. managing over. You're You're talking about... That kind of mentality is what you need, and AA has that mentality. Yeah, he does. Um, I can't discard what 
Kapaala and Hart did. No, they're the ones that got us a lot of these guys. But luckily they were gone because we wouldn't have had Snicker. And there wouldn't have been that chemistry in the club. No, they were going to fire him, dude. They were straight up going to fire him before they got fired. I don't think they would have fired Snicker. I think he would, if anything, he would have no, no, never no, been promoted. No, 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 it would have been crazy to fire him with what where he was. No, they brought him as the interim, right? Yeah. They, after the second maybe bad seat, yeah. no, they weren't going to fire him, yeah, fire him. They were going to demote him. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're looking at this. This guy has the loyalty of the clubhouse for good reason. You yeah. look what he did with Smith. Because he had been there for more or longer than they'd been born. No, I'm yeah. just saying, you look at what he did with Smith. Everybody's telling him, put yeah. this guy on the pine, And right? they were right. That's what's crazy about but, it. They were right. But and he him, stuck with it, and him, it paid off. But him coming. It clearly could have not. Though. It was the ultimate gamble. Yeah. Because it could have came back and bit him horribly. I mean, Snit knew what he was doing, but also it was hard. It was very hard. Every game was a heart attack waiting to happen. But, I mean. <laughs> Except when we got to the playoffs. Look, it wasn't so when, bad then. When we got to the playoffs. It, he was on. I feel it. Yeah, they were on, but Smith really didn't. Ha- he he could have done his almost normal job that he had been doing, and and we would have still won. I feel like that. I, I don't know. He could have walked walked two people and then finished it out, and we would have still won. I'm sorry, but that that performance that he did, where he loaded the I bases don't and like got out of it, was beautiful. Walking somebody, giving up a hit, and then closing it out. No, I don't like it either. You can't do that every time. No, you cannot and, at all. And even if it happens every other time, that's way too much. I mean, if you really look at his statistics, though, we oh, were really no, 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 listen, we were really harsh. I mean, I know it. It felt like he blew more well, saves than he actually did. I knew he didn't blow but, that many, but it's but mainly because he was giving me it. a heart attack. Okay, here's the difference: he, he's getting the results, but every single time there's the you've made it clear that the threat is one swing away from all that being oh, definitely. erased. And like we that, said, you you should feel more confident in your in your guy. Yeah, and, and by the way, like we said. And a lot of the podcasts we'd go, yeah, it's pretty much guaranteeing his contract. He's uh, given one. Uh, he needs two runs because he's given up one. Well, that's how it felt for a while. And but like I said, even when it doesn't end that way, and he comes out with the victory, they would be ugly victories. Oh, they were but, ugly. But a like, if, there's a t- if it's the ninth inning, and you go in with a two-run lead, and you start, and before you get to first out, there's two guys on, or you're, it's one out, two guys gone, you're not doing your job good, even if you get it done. No, you're not. Not at all. So, it's closers are going to be looked at differently. But if you're in that but seventh I inning, if you're Luke Jackson, you yeah. allow two runners across the course of that inning, and you, and you get out of it, and nobody scores – or even one run scores, it's not that bad. But when right. you're the closer, it's a different job. That's a different yeah. job, dude. Yeah. Because that's the big money. That's and the Will that's Smith, the highest paying reliever job. You got to have somebody that has a pitch. If have nasty breaking stuff, but when they want to, can just rear back and say, "Here, hit this. Here, hit this." Yeah, ninety eight, uh, ninety nine. I mean, you're basically saying a, a you, Craig Kimbrell you, type deal, yeah. Well, yeah. Josh Hader. Yeah, you got to have somebody that can just throw, you know, say, okay, they they know what I'm doing here. Just hit it. And but but even, but even the best, even Hader gave up the bomb to Freddie. 
But that of was course. just. Of course, you hey, run hey. into a fastball going 100 mile an hour, it's not coming back. I mean, dude, you are not going to like. Uh, you better be pinpoint accurate. But, all right, guys, we're going to take a break for two seconds, and we'll be right back. Hey, guys, and welcome back. Hopefully, you enjoyed the ad from our sponsor, Anchor. And uh, I got to say, Hunter, enough about Will Smith. Definitely. And uh, let's talk about, didn't we just pick up a reliever? Wasn't it Jackson? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what what was his first name? Something Jackson, something uh, John Jackson. No, not John. Jay Jackson. Jay Jackson. Okay. Uh, yeah, we pick him up from San Francisco. Um, he's one of those guys that's been back and forth to Japanese league, and he so, apparently played with uh, a very up and coming prospect. Yeah, that I can't yeah. pronounce his name, so I'm not even yeah. gonna attempt it. Basically, like yeah, say say a Suzuki is the best interpretation. We'll just say Suzuki, right? The new uh, guy that's probably not an Otani, but a high, highly regarded uh, international guy. The Mets are su- supposedly in on him, and this is where I wanted to go with it. It's the Mets, and talking about the overall just dysfunction of them and. Even though we're division rival, I don't speak about their dysfunction and all that just out of hate for the Mets because I don't necessarily hate the Mets, and I think it's better for us all if the division is functioning and if teams are competitive. So I want us to see us winning a competitive division. I think that drives us forward, and I would like to see the Mets on a better trajectory simply for that reason. The Phillies are closer than the Mets, but that's not saying a lot. The Marlins, I'm not. I think the way they're being led is being approved upon. Not necessarily the best, but they have the raw talent there somewhere to make a competitive team with it. But the fact is, the Mets have lost two of the guys that they planned on retaining both to the Angels. So the Angels have looked over to the Mets as their AL counterpart and dysfunctionality apparently and decided, hey, we're going to take a couple of y'all's you know, spare pieces while y'all are busy with no general manager for a long period of time until now, Billy Epler. And um, they, they snuck and got Thor who's high risk, high reward. It's one-year deal, so if it doesn't work out, they can be done with him. But I think it was a smart play on their part. Do you like that or Loop better? Aaron Loop, who had a one ERA this year, under one for a large period of the I mean, he, he was good. He's been solid. He's one of those guys that just does amazing on a team that's going nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, even he's not most likely not going to – pitch again next year under one ERA, but he doesn't have to do that to drastically improve the Angels pitching situation. He can pitch a two ERA and be they'd be perfectly happy with They'll that. They'll be perfectly happy. Yeah, with and they, they've got him for uh a two years, basically option for two at you know, a fair price. I like the loop signing just as much or better than I like the Thor sign. I like the loop better actually. Yeah. But, but I will say this, and and we were talking about picking up uh, Jay Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel. Do, I, am. I I can say this. 
We didn't um, give up nothing yet. We so really far, didn't so. give anything up, and it's more than likely just going to be cash. Yeah, and we may never use them. And we never make the roster. You never know. But yeah. what I, where I'm going with this is, uh, are you familiar with what who they uh, actually pulled up to the 40-man roster recently? Um, I seen, I seen something about a Yuan Lopez. Uh, no, uh, I'm not actually, sure if they demoted no, he, him or brought no, him up. No, he was designated for assignment. And um, we know about they made room for Pena. Who's going to be on that 49? Uh, also, I want you to think about this. They did this for the Rule 5 draft yeah. to protect the players, right? They selected William Woods, Drew okay. Waters, yeah, uh, Brooks Wilson, Freddie yeah. Tarnock, and okay. that's... Uh, so the, those are guys that they're just trying to save. It, this it's comes around every them. every time this year. Yeah. Every time, yeah. Just so another team can't come in and scoop them up. But or, the guy that you mentioned, uh, he actually got designated for assignment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had done but, see, I thought it was a smart play. Waters really hasn't been panning out, but no, at but the he same still time, has, you yeah. know, he has a high-risk, high-reward type deal. No, he, he's still a guy that has a potentially high ceiling, and we're we're probably looking at him as trade bait. But then Do again... You know they put the ball kid? They did not put him on the 40-man? Uh, ball? He got traded for Jock Peterson. Not, ba- not ball. Um, what was it? Uh, he came in in spring training looked really good. H- Harris? Harris. Well, there's two different Harrises too. Yeah. Well, both of them look good. And, yeah, uh, Michael Harris. He, yeah, he looks real good. I think they didn't protect him. Uh, well, no. I, there's it's one this, of the Harris. Here's the thing. There's a. Well, for one, we don't have to put all of our prospects on the forty man. No, to, I know that. To protect, them. I know that. There's some uh, contractual thing that goes on there to where if a like, guy's at a certain point, you uh, got to do if it. If you sign him at age nineteen. Yeah. I, I don't know the particulars yeah. there, but uh, there's a good chance that we didn't have to put him on there to protect him. Maybe. I don't I don't I don't know, but I'm not uh, sure. They I did remember reading one of the Harris's was actually left unprotected, so I'm hoping it wasn't Michael. Well, no, there's one that's clearly better than the other. They just we both seen him at the same time in right. spring training a and, little while back. But. And you mentioned Pena. Yeah. I think it was a good pickup. Yeah, we done that simply for the depth while last year we, we had literally – Nine had catchers. To, yeah, and we had to go out several times during the season and grab up released catchers just to come in and do the job. I mean, you know, I never thought I'd seen uh, – would see the day we'd pick up LaCroix off that yeah. scrap heap. Yeah, LaCroix, uh, yeah. Stephen Vogt. Yeah, I mean, and vote actually had a couple meaningful home <clears throat> runs, and from what I heard, people talking after the season that was over, he was a very good influence at, with the clubhouse, and he helped Jock try to bring the spirits up. So I mean, apparently, he was—I think he was the valuable one. Kevin well, Smith, <clears throat> I think I seen him get one <clears throat> hit in total during his entire stay. Well, you know, and here's the other thing that I find just fascinating, right? Yeah, it got so bad that Flowers was down in AAA trying to do it and then re-injured mm, his back. See, yes. Did, did you not know that I, I'm sure there was a glimpse in the season where I heard that. And but just he, uh, he's also been working with the coaching staff down there. Huh. Flowers yeah. is a decent catcher. And no, he's a good catcher. He's a good framer. Yeah. Good framer. But I'm ready to move on, and I think Darno and Pena are two really good options. A lot of the Braves fans wouldn't even know uh, much about Pena. If not for uh, us playing the Brewers and kind of getting a little bit, 
this happens every you know uh, every postseason. Yeah, teams definitely. come into ta- contact with teams throughout a five game series and say, "Damn, I really like how this guy competes exactly. on the squad." And they go out and get him as a free agent. Were you a little shocked they actually let him go? Well, look, we were just talking about this. If if the Braves choose to keep, say, Solario, Rosario over Soler, which the numbers may indicate that, but, man, Soler could be a DH and hit 40 bombs easy, and I don't want to give that away. Now, but speaking Milwaukee of that, could look at Soler like you were talking about yep, earlier. You brought this up. I did. That this, this Milwaukee obviously need an offensive output. They need that they more do. than anything. They've got the pitching. They could basically rest on that and not think about pitching well, and just get – they need some offensive pieces, and Solaire would be smart for them, obviously. And, and I want you to think on this on that line right there. Now, I want to keep Solaire. Yes. Over Rosario, actually. I do, too, even though we, we've seen the Rosario would may I be the like better both? overall sure. hitter. But let's put it this way. I don't um, think it'll be like that for us. Me and you were also talking about Ozuna, yeah. who in his first at bat in the Dominican League, right? Yeah, hit a moonshot. I didn't see that. Oh, I when seen was it. That? It was Are gorgeous. Recently? Yeah, it was recently. Okay, I didn't see that. And uh, me and you were discussing. I mean, Braves country's response. Pitching. I know that, but still, but still, yes, but still for a guy who has not played. You know, basically a year. Last time he played, he had broken fingers. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, that that brings us to that conversation. We've got the facts and evidence. Yeah. And we, what do you think? Do you think the Braves fan base is going to yes. accept him? Yes. Do you think the clubhouse will Expect, accept him? Look, I do. Yes, <laughs> because they did before that. And No, that's before that. I know that. before that, but here's the thing. All the evidence shows it comes to light and kind of seems like him and his wife were both shitty to each other, and they were both just arguing a lot. I don't. I, and um, it oh, came to me, light. I it came to that. light that Azuna what never tried to choke her out, and that was the worst thing I heard. If that was the truth, and I thought they tried to choke his wife out, but uh, that hap- uh, that supposedly happened in front of the police and, and they said the, that never happened and there was no body cam footage showing that it actually and, happened and his wife pulled a knife out on him to start this whole situation I mean either way the situation not, maybe not get, to start it but it happened either way the situation should I'm never happen I'm not sure happen. how I feel about it and I by the way situation. that situation probably doesn't happen if he doesn't break his fingers no, 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 no. He's on the field. And yeah, never, exactly. Yeah, and he's no. out of town. Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't but happen if do yeah. I think that things happen and that people shouldn't be permanently banned for said reasons. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I but do did find Ozuna ever get a suspension after that? I think they were waiting to well, find no, out what and, the law said. And, and if something's coming no, up, it's, some it's not the law because all he's got is basically he's got to finger, uh, finish some anger management, pay a fine, right? Yeah. And then this whole thing comes off his record. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure but if the league that is going to say like doesn't matter. It matters what Rob Manfred does to him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because Manfred has a lot of leeway, or maybe he already had some type of suspension going during this time. I don't think so. I don't think so because. But it will suck 
if he's got another 60-game suspension to start the season if we plan on bringing him back. And see, if that's the case, guess what? With him being on a 60-game suspension, technically the contract could be voided. Mm. It goes under the morality clause. Yes, there's the... Yeah, but... Okay, so why why aren't the Mets... uh, you you seen what happened to Robinson Cano? I do. I mean, well, just from steroids, yeah. he got a suspension. But see that that right there doesn't actually constitute the morality. Clause. But it's still a suspension, and you it's, could you could claim morality you could if claim you wanted it, to. But you can't actually use that one because what Ozuna did actually broke the law. Yeah, it, yeah. But and we also truly don't even know what happened there, though. Well, no, what I'm Other saying, than what I'm what saying we saw. technically, the law was involved, therefore yeah. creating a negative, yeah, uh, negative reaction. Well, if that was the case, then there would have been a lot of contracts canceled that weren't. Well, at the time when a lot of those I things happened, I think we're going to eat that. I think we're going to eat it too. That's why I think he might play again. I don't disagree with him playing as long as he helps the team like he did in 2020 yeah and he might not be the guy he was in 2020 but if we got him he's got to play dh because we can't put we wouldn't be able to put it back in the field god no couldn't god no okay well that brings up the question when people talk about rosario or Solaire or duvall okay duvall i'm keeping duvall duvall's obviously the best defender out of the three and we know that for sure clutch He's clutch. He also strikes out a lot, just like Solaire. But he also hits a lot. Solaire tends to be on the ball a lot more. If he strikes out, he fouls the ball off five times before he strikes out. Yeah. Duvall's not exactly like that, but Duvall's still worth keeping for the price we could keep. Oh, definitely. And not to mention, I think the fact that we lost, we, we, we realized how much we lacked that depth. Yeah. I think we'll get, we'll, we might spend ten mil on Duvall or whatever I don't, I don't he costs. See, I don't see why you just give to him. keep him, even if we no. he's got to sit on the bench. For I, half would, the time. I wouldn't mind just giving him like a two-year, twenty million dollar contract. It's ten mil a year. Well, we've already got the option for this year, and he's got an option too. It's a technically he can decline. Okay, yeah, no, he can decline, and we can decline. I don't think he'll. I don't think he will. Okay, well. Say um, they both opt out and we come to an agreement with Duvall separately from that. Definitely, maybe like a two year twenty or two year twenty six something like that. I'd give him like, twenty. I, well, I know, it's but ten million a year. No, he's produced a lot. We got to pay these players. All the right, fair so price. thirteen million a year. We've already committed to. Darno, it's, it's like yeah, like seven. What no, what was it? Two years, sixteen mil, I think. Yeah, for him. it was eight mil on a piece. Okay, so yeah. eight mil. Then you got twenty mil to Charlie Morton. Yeah, so that's twenty eight already dedicated for sure that we've added on to. But they also said that our payroll was going to go up on top a of what it was last year. Too. Okay, and what? And of course, winning a World Series helps. Uh, even just being in the playoffs, those games, every playoff game is a lot of money. Like yeah. fifty mil at least each I playoff know. game, at bare minimum. So. But the problem is, I know what the owner's thinking. Like, Freddie Freeman's going to take up a good chunk of that. But that's just at surface level. Like, we're going to pay him for next year. But that two, it's not like that 200, 220, 250, whatever we pay him 
ends up all being next year. Well, you know see, what I mean? That's spread out yeah, over listen, time. Listen, so. technically, what you could do is give him what he's all, what, what he was asking, right? Give him the six years. We've got to give him the six years. Yeah, hundred eighty to two hundred mil. Now I state this for a reason. We got you, yeah. We, you could put the back end, the front end of that contract, right, with yeah. a lighter payroll, and the back end being or, payroll heavy. How about or how about this? Since we just made about a half a billion dollars throughout the last week leading up to the end of the regular season. Oh yeah. Till the final out of the World Series. Yeah. In that time we probably made a half a billion dollars close to it. I'd say so, yeah. Uh, think about we own the their ownership group. Oh and not the to battery. mention the merch, all that stuff. You're talking probably a billion. Yeah. Well oh, throughout right the season for sure. No, I, I would say we made about two bill during the season. Maybe. Because you're selling out every game. Merchandise. Okay. Sessions, well, everything. Either e- say it's say we're just going on a five hundred bill that we know we made around the postseason time and all that. Yeah. Um. You go ahead and pay off and and cut off two hundred million of that and just slide that over in your mind towards Freddie. Right. And no matter that means no matter if we have success next year, next year, and make all that money back, we've already got that shoved off towards that. And that's an investment towards what we make next year by having it. Exactly. I mean, I, who knows how these guys are thinking about it. But Freddie's an investment. I mean, he's going to bring more people to the ballpark. And you can't, even if not, you can't bur- break that goodwill what you just I, bought with fans. What I don't agree with here is, okay, so back in 2019, that would have been the prime opportunity to extend him. Yeah. That would have been prime, and we weren't taking a hit financially back then, right? Go ahead. They should have signed him then. But you don't see people like him extended like uh, two years before his deal ends, well, though, because a lot can happen in those two years. That's true. but He could have got hurt in between then, or something could have happened where, yeah, I I don't think we would have signed him in 2019. I'm just saying, if you... Value-wise, that would have been the perfect time. Or, but see, because 2020, with the payroll being dropped so low, we couldn't even afford to keep Duvall. No, no, here's the thing. We've been bringing our payroll up every year the past three except or four or five years. Except for 2020. I mean, except for 2021, when the payroll was lower because they didn't know how the fans were going to react. And the fans, well, as Brian Snicker said, right? Yeah. They won that championship because oh, they showed yeah. up every yes, night. Yes. Oh, I, and, yeah. We had great attendance. And you had, the, top five you had the president coming into AA's office saying, hey, spend what you got to. Yeah, uh, do what well, you got to. Do what you got to because, yes, because we. Uh, we even just got a bump. As bad as we were doing, we knew the only thing that was in our way was half a season in the Mets. Yep. So everything was well. It turns out the Phillies, you know, was going to be our biggest problem. Yeah. But we knew the Mets were in first place, and I guarantee you, everybody in that front office already knew. Okay, well, that's not going to be the reality two months from now. Mets aren't going to be there. Us and the Phillies are going to be. I could because you were pretty much counting no, Metsing it up. 
I mean, we just never seen – the only time they were winning is when none of their players were there and they were using a mismatch of hungry guys from AAA. Oh, yeah, definitely. To be honest, that's crazy. The only time you're winning is when you've got guys that have been playing with each other from AAA Which, what that are it, hungry. What does that say? What did I say yes, earlier yes, in this it, podcast? I know. It goes in with everything. It, Chemistry. Yes. Yeah. So you got to look at it from a standpoint. Like you've got Philly, who's who could bring in some people, yeah, for this year, and they're going to be looking to improve their development but and all that. They but, need to worry yeah. more about less about bringing people in and developing, and, and more about fixing their farm systems, developmental problems. You got to do both. At the same and time, actually, the honestly, level. you've got to have a good coaching staff at the major league level yeah. as well. Yeah. Once again, Washington. Kranitz is from Philadelphia. That's where we got him, which I, is ironic because you wouldn't think we'd be getting. Taken yeah, up. I know, right? But uh, you know, that's that might be a big part. It of, worked okay. Yeah, but hey, I also want. I, did you ever think about this? What? Who came on the staff this year as um, a hitting coach? Uh, obviously, Chipper. Yeah, special right. advisement. And well, special. Yeah, just basically saying you can be here when you want to be, and when you're here, please teach teach these and guys he was like hit. he was literally there yeah. all the time yeah he, he just couldn't travel the team that's the only yeah, problem yeah. with him he was a tool for when they were in atlanta and when he was able to be there basically exactly yeah and, yeah no of course and after they got rid of boog in the booth he didn't really want to do it and he said i didn't sign up just to be stuck here at home broadcasting from the house yeah you know okay so let's say what well, Obviously, I feel like Chipper and Austin Riley's, you know, that that's his main. Uh, Austin Riley's the main benefactor from having Chipper Jones there. Yes. Okay. So what happens with Albies? Because he's had a good season. The numbers show up, but also there's some, when you're watching him, you're also seeing like it's the plate the pitch, discipline. The plate discipline. The the he can hit. Anything you can bounce it off the dirt oh, and yeah, he'll foul he'll it nail off. It. But if you throw it up at his throat, he that's when it you know look they he, they'll get him on that pitch. If he could lay off that high shit. No, if he could lay off that low shit and force him to throw actual strikes. I don't like to see him tomahawk a ball, dude. I mean, <sighs> I mean this might be tomahawk, but I don't want to see him tomahawk. <laughs> I mean, he, he can make contact with a lot of wi- weird pitches. No, he really can. But I'm saying. If he could just lay off some of the wild shit, yeah, his own base percentage is going up for one. Yeah, well, he's close to the ground in general, so anything yeah. that's low looks more appealing to him because he's golfed one out a million times. I don't know what I see him doing is always yeah, swinging it up yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's swinging it. That's that's where they go. They throw it in the dirt, let him foul it off two and times, then and then throw a third pitch up high, and he doesn't see anything else exactly. unless he fouls it off. Exactly. And, yeah, it's too easy to put him to bed. That's the problem. Shipper needs to do some work with him. Well, on that plate somebody does. I'm sure he recognizes it, too. And he's had, still put up productive no, numbers. No, dude, he puts up good numbers. But he could just be way better, yeah. I mean, he's the first second baseman since... Uh, and he's got really good power left-handed, too. But he doesn't see the ball the same way as he does right handed. I mean, he he looks good. He's and he's a great. Gonna he is a, being a great. He hitter. is a great defensive player, too. Oh, that yeah, that's Hands why down. you wouldn't give him up for nothing. And you yeah. really can't beat the tandem of 
him and, and Swanson. Him, Swanson, and Riley with Freddie. Yeah. You can't break that up. That's the best infield in That's baseball. That's the best infield in baseball, hands down. At the corners, you got two MVPs. A guy that can do some amazing things then for a tall guy. Then you got an amazing fielder and a super clutch guy in Dansby. And then you've got Ozzy, who's an all-star. Yeah, and I mean, what yeah. surprises me, besides Riley's plate discipline, was yeah. how much better his defense got this year. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, this year. He really, I mean, improved. like, he yeah. improved on all facets of the game. Yeah. And I still think it's a travesty he was denied recognition for MVP. Yeah. Uh, it, what sucks is that the MVP was so open this year for anybody to have it. If Acuna plays the rest of the year and doesn't even do anything crazy, just has – yeah, the re- just plays the rest of the year. Right, he easily wins MVP. It's not even a question. He had twenty home runs, and, and uh, I mean, he was on pace to hit he, forty and get forty. Now, for uh, Tatis, he was on pace at one point too, but you know, shit happens. Well, once again, so his, you can't his arm but, was the problem because he, he would miss a few weeks. Yeah, he'd yeah, come his back. Shoulder, Tatis. What it, shoulder they should have done. For the benefit. I've never made, seen any shortstop make that many errors in that short a period of time. And you could tell something was wrong with his arm. Yeah. It was a guarantee. Yeah. I would have shut him down. Well, yeah. He was too valuable to. Yeah, they had to have him in the lineup because even with one shoulder, he could still hit a home run oh, yeah, every yeah. game at I least mean, once. And he has a violent swing, dude. It's just. It's yeah. not pretty. It's violent. He's crazy talented, but. Yeah, well, they were working him in the outfield too this year. The same exactly. with a lot of guys. People, uh, teams are starting to assume that you can just throw guys out in the outfield. You really too, can't, and you just can't. No. Okay, like when I played baseball, right? Kevin Lux was another example. We seen uh, against yeah. the Braves make a couple, you know, Absolutely. awkward plays out there that probably shouldn't have been out there. But you know, for me, there people what people don't realize, and fans that have never really played the game, right? is how actually difficult it is. To track down a fly ball, yes. Yeah, and to make sure that you're not about to run in or if you're willing to sacrifice your body, make the catch and hit the wall. Yeah. I could pitch, I could catch, and I could field a ground ball, but you would be lucky for me to track down a deep fly ball in the gap. You know, they they wanted me to literally play the outfield, right? Most unnatural thing. And you know what I told them? I said, I pitch and I play third base, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And I, they said, "Why wouldn't you want to play out in the outfield?" That's why Andrew Jones. I'm like, like it's just natural. Like his dad used to. And imagine this is the best way. Like they did the best way to possibly train a center fielder would be go on the beach where there's endless amount of wind and just throw a ball up in there as high as you can and see where the wind takes it and just judge. I it mean, like that. I still think also by the way that's amazing. He like, did that's have. He did train. actually get really good numbers on the Hall of Fame voting this year. He's going to – sh- he should. You can't be On defensive that. metrics alone, man. Well, they apparently don't value that. And he hit over 400 home runs. Give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. Even – Ten gold consecutive even gold Even with gloves. the deterioration that he went through at the end of his career. I think they need to take into effect you, that the factor that of how much abuse he put on his body getting those ten consecutive gold that, gloves. And, well, not only that, but anytime you're the best – ever defensive athlete at your position for a decade long sprint of time when willie mays then you, compares you, you to himself 
Yeah, you deserve. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, <clears throat> as good as Willie Mays is, he nobody has ever played the center field position like Andrew Jones for his elite period That's of time why, that lasted a hey, decade. That is exactly why Willie Mays said he was better than him. That now, alone, if a Hall I think, of Famer said, you that position. If a Hall of Famer says that about you, there's something to it. But, yeah, he took a lot of abuse. His catches were – Yeah. I mean, it would bring yeah. tears to your eyes. He hit the ground constantly. I mean, yeah, he made sure he got to everything. His weight gain didn't help. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he – he wasn't on winning teams towards the end of his career. Well, he was a few times, but I don't know. I feel like his motivation just Well, dwindled. I think when he went to New York, right, it he killed him. He also done that way with the White Sox. With, uh, but he went to New York first. For. And when you go to the Yankees. Played for a couple AL West teams. Look, most like. Braves that go to the yeah. Yankees flounder. They're used to having the it's love and support Braves. of their Braves country. Well, I mean – yeah, we all we all know why New York's not the greatest place to be right oh, now, and it, and it's not because of the people in New York. It's really not. It's really like not. the real fans or nothing. I, I put nothing on them. I mean, especially New York Mets fans, man. Because trust, I have discourse with them all the time and Twitter. Them, they are the most. They're they are down to earth because they know where they stand in their baseball, like. It's, They've been there no, through a lot. It has man. been constant and confidence when it comes to ownership for them. You know? Oh, yeah. With the Wilpons, yeah. I mean, they thought they were finally going to be saved when Cohen came in there. And things are going to get better because they are addressing. But he's got to hire a proper yeah. a structure yeah, well, for not, the organization. Yes, and not just a GM. They're going to have to rebuild no, you've from the go top from down. President. Yeah. to just down and get that farm system fixed. But that ain't going to happen in a year. No, it's not. They're they're in for a year or two of uh, of some Essentially what they really need to ball. do, what them and the Phillies really need to do, right? But the NL East, other than us, is up for grabs. So they know that if they could just patchwork somebody together that plays well with each other, then they got a shot. They got a shot at winning once. They ain't yeah, going to repeat. Yeah. Like we well, no, 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 no. They're not set up for that. What they, what they these could teams be should have done is like much like what the Nationals did, right? I think the they're Marlins do, are setting themselves the Nationals up the have done. A, they're doing a rebuild. Yeah. Um, Philly and the Mets never do that. No. Uh-uh. Because, well, I mean, yeah, the fan base would go nuts. And we also seen, uh, by the way, where the Nats are actually in conversation with Soto. For possibly a Tatis level deal, for more years than what we just seen with Wander Franco, which we ain't talked about yet. Oh, we'll get the, on that. Yeah, the Rays finally spent money. That's kind of mind blowing. This is the other thing, and um, I was watching a thing about Donaldson, right? Yeah. Look, the A's have money. They say being just they've all got it. money. Yeah. You don't own a ball team without having. No, I agree with that. Yeah. But I mean, you could say you're a small market, but yeah, that's an excuse for not it's a, money. Yeah, that's just what exactly what it is. So they gave him what it was eleven years, and it was one hundred eighty-two million. Now there's the option for a twelfth year that won't but, happen, but yeah. it lasts. But the, yeah. if they were to pick so it up, forty-one mil, forty-one so, million dollars. So yeah, it's forty-one mil on top of the original eleven-year deal, and basically that's like saying, "Here, 
if you're in 12 or 11 years yeah. a fucking generational superstar we'll pay you 41 million to stick with us yeah but we highly doubt that and Pretty 40 much. million will probably be worth 70 million once inflation kicks in 11 years from a decade yeah, from now pretty much so it, it basically you're you're going to be getting a good deal for it and it is crazy to think in a decade we'll be seeing one year 70 oh, mi- or sh- shit like that just because of the nature of where our currency going but that's beside the point yeah but um yeah i'm surprised to see the rays do that i think they're trying to kind of establish some hey we're gonna pay people to win kind of start looking at us if you want to get paid a little bit and i think they done that to show a rosarena who's older he he was like 26 last year during the playoff run he had um he's definitely not getting that kind of deal because simply because his age just his age yeah yeah but i think they're gonna try to sign him to like a five-year 80 million 90 million maybe yeah something like that because they need to keep those two together and see yeah they definitely do um what i'm looking at is they'll figure everything else out beside around them pretty much yeah they're good at that yeah so you've got rondon yeah okay carlos where do you think he's gonna end up um anywhere because every because everybody needs pitching for the price that he'll you know he'll allow absolutely yeah, so um, it's hard to say. It could be anywhere. You've got Marte, who's up for grabs. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, uh, I feel like he might be – he's a Philly candidate. I think he's definitely a Philly candidate. Yeah. Take over for McCutcheon. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think uh, – well, there's – how many – they no. paid McCutcheon three years. Yeah, and, how his, many and this was the end of his deal. Was it? Okay. So, and, McCutcheon is a free agent. And honestly, not, when he left Pittsburgh you – know. When he left Pittsburgh, he was top of the line. Well, no, he had been injured right before that, and that's the reason his price was at that point. If he had left Pittsburgh, this ain't – that Well, wasn't, I like Andrew McCutcheon. I do too. That wasn't – I hate to see him – 2014 like, MVP. No, but I'm McCutcheon. saying I hate to see him He was, he have, was still good at points. He's very streaky too. He, as long as he stays player. off the I.O., then he's good. But he's still a little streaky even then. But, yeah, I, I think he's got injury concerns. If this was the last de- de- year of it, and I, it probably was. I believe they'd done it in 2019 for three years. So it had been 19, 20, 21. Pretty sure it was 2019. was his first full year with them. But, um, yeah, that would have been the end of it. Let's and see. if it was 18, then it would have been the end of it either way before that. Yeah. So it had to be 19 because I'm pretty sure it was three years. But I think it's like three years, fifty-four billion, um, billion, million. Yeah, Check yeah. that out. See, he wishes. Yeah. But uh, how much money? Was that? I'm, I'm thinking I'm, fifty. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Okay, so fifty-four is what I'm gonna say. Probably way off. It's been a while since I've seen that contract. All right, so he went to. The Phillies, you were right, 2019 through 2021. Yeah. So, so I was years, right so. as it was the last year of the deal, yeah, but yeah. you were right how, as it. How many, how many millions? Let's see. 40 or 50? Let's see here. Personal career. Oh, it's 19. Oh, God. Okay, so... um. 
he signed a three-year contract worth $50 million with a $15 million club option and a $3 million buyout for 2022. You can take a guess which one he took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Hmm. Well, we don't know that yet. But I I know which one I I'm I'm assuming happens. But well, no. If you're him, you try to stay in. Like, but yeah, the Phillies are probably going to drop that. Try to sign a guy like Marte. Definitely. Uh, yeah. And it, it may, it also, when you bring up Marte, it also makes me think about the Diamondbacks with Zach Gallen, and he's another guy that's already several years old. Not old but just a, a little bit older than normal rookie like pitchers of his caliber. And it makes me wonder, there's going to be trades with him, and the A's are apparently offloading guys. Well, see, here's the they thing. They offloaded their manager, not by their choice. Well, no, he actually yeah, – Not by their yeah, choice. Yeah, no, that wasn't by their choice. Uh, with them, if I was the manager, right? Yeah. I think my main problem would be – is there unwillingness to spend money to keep good players? If you're on the A's? No, if I was the A's manager. Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah, get tired yeah. of the turnaround. He, but he had just been there forever. Well, no. That's the reason and, it was yeah, kind of no, You're right about that. But, uh, but, and the Padres did the right thing by paying him to come over. Of course. The Padres seriously needed somebody like him to keep their corner well, line. You've got, you've got a lot of alphas on that, on that, uh, Roster. On that Padres roster? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, just Machado. It, it, it was fun to see Machado keep Tatis in line. Honestly, we talked about the, I uh, have a mad respect for him yeah, right now. Yeah, we, we, we talked about how that changed our view of yeah, him. Yeah, because we very, had a very, very low opinion of him. Yeah, but like I said, everybody matures, so give him a little bit of And even my out. opinion of we'll, Harper we'll has matured. Goes. Oh, yeah, that's a different story. He, he's become a man. Uh, like I said, since he became yeah. a father. I wanted to see him win MVP over the candidates that was there. Yeah. Over Tatis and Soto. One, because I thought he had a better season than Soto. Tatis, I think he had a great year considering what happened to him. But also, he was just too all over and the place. I still and think Austin Riley had the better season. It, of he couldn't even – he didn't even have a – his main position, he couldn't even play because every other fifth throw to first went into the stands. I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to put you in the MVP category there. But, yeah, I think Bryce Harper earned that over who was there. If they done MVP voting uh, with playoffs in mind i think yeah. then riley actually starts to have a real chance him or freeman freeman and them both did really great but there's a reason they don't count that and it's because it's for the regular season so yeah we'll give it to bryce uh like i said if acuna would have just simply been on the field he would have had he that in the back. This, this would have been his yeah. year for it because it it was obviously well, i think it was up for the take it was for just about like, anybody no listen it was a lot like uh, wasn't like the Free- AL. No, it was all lot like when Freeman broke his wrist, right? Yeah. That would have been what we thought his year. That was also a year when there was a lot more clear-cut type MVP guys. This year, it was like kind said, of up in the air. Yeah, yeah, in the NL. And I still, the AL, I still really feel like Riley got screwed. 
yes, but you you got got to look at the numbers from the end of the season and then there on. I mean, uh, yeah, Harper Harper was slugging and had an OPS. It was ridiculous. Walked every time he wasn't getting a hit. He had a bad like a okay, series or two. He had a he had a bad series or two right as he faced us to but end the season. Look look at average. Yeah. No, look at the well, average. I know average don't count anymore, right? It still does to an but extent. Here, if I you've got a 200 this. average MVP, then that right? matters. Yeah. What what did Riley do for us? When everybody else was slumping, yes, what did he do? I, that's the semantics of valuable. Trust me, I, I understand that Most too. Yeah, yeah. Valuable. Yeah. And in yeah. the playoffs, he continued to hit. Yes, but that's he not didn't how He did slump. We know MVP now is basically the war award. Yeah, it really is. And uh, it's not just that, but it, it's advanced metrics. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a bunch of crap. And uh, Soto, I don't mind him getting shafted on that if you can call it that, because he's gonna get many more of those. He won a World Series in his second season as a big leaguer. Still kind of tickles me that. I mean, when it was Harper there, too, but uh, he didn't actually get to be there in it. So I kind of like that. You know how every team has that World Series kind of adrenaline dump where they come back the next season and they're kind of thinking, "Well, we done our job. We done that." Even if you know everybody's still there, they're still doing things. In the back of your head, you're thinking, "Mission accomplished." I'm glad that we'll have guys like. Hopefully Morton, when he comes back, he'll have this mindset. Um, we'll have guys Soroka. like Soroka. Okay, here's the main one: Soroka, Acuna, Acuna both coming back, yep. thinking, "I want to do that." Yeah, they want to yeah. be a part. I of I want to be on a World Series. Win. I want to be on the field winning a World Series. Exactly, and that's a good thing to have them interjected within the rest of the team. But the way <clears throat> the way our team works, right? Yeah, I don't foresee them getting any kind of. We're content with this. No, I don't either. But that you got to think of how long this exact same squad's been going for this year in, year out, year in, year out. There is a very real sense of like mission accomplished. So there will be kind. Of, we're going to need a push to remind people like, no, this ain't it. Keep going. We got to do this. That's again. right. I mean, uh, that's the reason no, you, nobody listen, ever listen, wins two in a row. You want to be. Sort of like the Dodgers, right? You want to perennially end I up. I don't because then you're not. No, you know what I mean. You want to have that pretty much guaranteed playoff. Yeah, well, we do. We do. We do. But what I'm saying yeah. is, how many years have they been not been in the NLCS? Oh, yeah, yeah. To finally get there. and Yeah. Right. Are you talking about the Dodgers? Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the Dodgers yeah. being. Yeah. We've been there the last two years. Well, same with Houston. Right. Well, Houston has that motive. They had that. Well, we no, thought they, they did. Hey, hey, they had. We that thought motive. they, they had, had that, that motivation because they want to prove that they're not a bunch yeah, of cheap exactly, assholes. exactly. And I think they still had that motivation. I think it just didn't compare to what the Braves. The Braves were steamrolling at that point. Okay, look, they ran into a. I'm gonna a put it like roll. this: the Braves were like a guy that has blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> They were ready to the pop Braves, off at any the, Bra- the Braves were fucking no matter what. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yogurt was flying everywhere. Yeah, there wasn't no stopping them. 
and and, and that's so hard. that's so crazy to me to think how hard this was so many years just to get to a NLCS that took forever and no, then just all to get of out the first freaking round know, which happened to be saying. the year you may get to the NLCS to, again yeah just to get to the NLCS has been a problem for so long and to see them never even go to an elimination game and just roll through everybody. And I know for the fans that watched, it it felt a lot more stressful than that. But we never went to an elimination game. We never even had to feel that stress. That's crazy. That's very true. And most teams we fought had to do two elimination games. Uh, elimination game just to get us to a one game away from an elimination yeah. game. That's crazy. That is crazy. Like I was glad not, that when not we, only when they beat us, but to keep us away from advancing, uh, that didn't even get us to elimination. Make it a seven game series, exactly, or a five. I mean, that's wild. I just can't believe we were that dominant. I mean, you wouldn't have thought it. Yeah. If you'd have told me this in July, I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have believed it, but like we said, if you would have told me that in April, I would have believed every moment of it. Absolutely. So, I don't like to... Like I said, the Mets and the Phillies were the only things standing in front of it. Really? We could have looked at our record, and it was easy for AA to look at our team and look at our record and be like, we know this isn't us. Yeah. So, whatever just happened doesn't mean a whole lot as long as we can interject some life back into it. Completely agree. Because we know we're not a, a what we were below five. We were on bound. Team. Yeah, we know we're not that. So we can fix this. Once the train got rolling, and that quitting alternating wins and stuff like that happened, man, it it was on. It's just crazy. It's just crazy that what a done when he done that. He looked at our team, like I said, said, this isn't us. We can add some guys in here and start get the ball rolling again. And it won't take too much to win the division and get us into the crapshoot, get us into the ball. Okay, that happened. But who would have thought we'd have kept rolling and done that well? That's that's the surprising part. It doesn't surprise me we won the division. No, no, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But it did kind of surprise me how shitty the division was this year, which is a yeah. good thing it actually was. Yeah, well, the Nats completely gave up, but for good reason. They Dude, they had, They actually really speed-lined their rebuild. They did. By getting Ruiz and Gray. But you also got to think. They got a really good pitcher. You got to think. They still stuck Joshua it to the daggum uh, Phillies, even with that makeshift yeah. of a team. They held their own. In In, in what? Well, Phillies. if it wouldn't have been for that makeshift team holding the Phillies back um, and the Marlins doing their job, well, yeah, that's what I'm we'd have had the Phillies on them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, the Marlins specifically. Oh, specifically. Yeah. The, that's like the kryptonite for yeah. the Phillies. They just cannot – they can't do it. Yeah, and um, – We had a worse record against the Marlins this year than, than previous. The, uh, yeah. The Marlins are going to keep getting better. I think they're going to keep getting Oh, yeah. That's that's another deal that we haven't mentioned. Uh, for $55 million, uh, the Marlins have signed uh, Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, I knew that one. Okay. Um, well, there, he's there for another uh, – I can't remember the years off the top of my head. 
He's going to be there for a while now. Basically, they bought bought out his arbitration his years arbitration plus, year. I think, two. Kind of similar to what we did with Acuna. Yeah, I mean, he's really good. Trevor Rogers was rookie of the year in the NL just last I year. I can't actually wait to see what Sixto Sanchez does. Well, yeah. He's not even nowhere close to their best pitcher. That's I know crazy. that, but he He's was their number four. I know, and he was really good. Pablo Lopez had a three something ERA. Oh, they, they really got something really good. Acuna. This is yeah, just becoming they're... really personal. Well, look, there. I've I've watched the videos of all those in a timeline so yeah. many times that you can clearly see when it was personal when it wasn't when it's personal and you gotta he's got to remember that they're gonna hit him on accident a lot too because we play him a million times we do it's gonna happen either way but you've got to admit i understand why but he's got to realize every time that like sometimes you just got to go to first base oh yeah but if you've hit four home runs in, in a series against them and and you gloat and then they hit you then that's different well i mean actually that's usually the time when they accidentally hit you yeah. and it looks bad. But either way. I mean, still the funniest thing I've ever seen is Snicker just basically charging the mound. Yeah, and I remember Ender jumping over the – Ender was out there too. He was ready to go. Oh, yeah. And uh, Dagum, uh let's see, it was EY. EY was actually – yeah, him and, and Snicker that, both that's got the like one a that two was game forever suspension. ago. That that was 2019 but, or 18. But it was a good dynamic. That just shows how close the team is. Yeah, when the yeah. Only, their coaching staff's oh, ready to another fight. Another thing that made me uh, I, I was listening to Kelly Johnson and uh, uh, Dave O'Brien and and you're, talking, and and you're talking about UF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were talking about Marcakis, uh during the time period where uh, Acuna was hitting balls off the wall and only getting the first, yeah, stuff like that, and Snicker talked talked about the um, what it was like having Marcakis when something like that would happen, and the next thing was Marcakis would stick his head in the office and be like, "Don't worry, I got it. Like I, I'm going to talk to him. I got it." And for somebody, for Acuna. That's much better having it come from a guy like Marcakis to get him get him in his the place. Spot. Yeah, then it's it, not the manager. Yeah, then it is then the manager coming up to you and chewing your the ass. To keep that good relationship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Thus, that's why you have a Freeman. Yeah, Marcakis. My point in saying that is, is it kind of sucks that Marcakis wasn't at least a bench bat on a part of this squad. Yeah, exactly. Because I would have liked for him to have had that well, closure. See, I love Mark because I have a great deal of respect for him. Yeah. I mean, it's too late for it now, but yeah. it, I, I really wish I he would have been on the bench. I just some of that, uh, that love for the, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Lenore, the one that uh, occasionally collaborates with me and us on here, um, her favorite player is Mark Hakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, I, he's, a, he's definitely a loss. He was a good uh, – And Orioles fans, before he even came to us, were obsessed with him, oh, especially yeah, on Reddit yeah. and Twitter. Uh, he's he, he's got a fan guy. base. He he's does, just a cool he dude. He has, a, he has a really good fan base. But, yeah, his days are over. I, yeah. I just uh, – I, I would like to shout out to him because even though he wasn't on this squad, he, he, 
Dude, he, he you help us still, get there. He was a part of why we won it. You still help us get here. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, is there any other free agents for no. Oh uh, well, you know, there's plenty. <laughs> we just don't have time don't to talk about them. I think we have time. I think we're sitting at right about a hundred. I mean, uh, sixty-eight minutes. So, uh, all right, we're good. We're good. Though. Yeah. Let's um, uh, wrap it up. Thinking about, we've seen uh, reports here recently that Corey Seager is like uh, not likely to stay with the Dodgers. We don't know what his mindset is, but we know that the Dodgers are Andrew Freeman. Friedman is aggressively trying to pursue him and kind of get him back on the team, which I've wondered about because of Trey Turner. Uh, they went out and got him, which kind of, in my mind, signaled the writing on the wall for Seager, who yeah. I value highly. I look I at Seager as too, but he's clutch as it gets. He's Well, clutch. My friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I got to go with But it, it's not just clutch. If he's on the field, he's always going to be Turner bringing it. Turner looked lost in the playoffs, dude. Uh, he also, in, in that series with us alone, there was two different times when uh, we had deja vu. He came up, hit a two-run homer in the first I mean, he's in Atlanta. Brave killer, dude. And done, uh, if he plays you, he's killing you. He, yeah. He's dominant at the plate, but not that great defensively. He's he's a possible. I've seen, I've seen him make some hellaciously great. But think about players. how great he could be if he was your third baseman or DH. True that. And the Yankees, we all know, uh, or everybody's talking about looking to sign one of these guys, whether it be uh, Correa which everybody keeps saying the Tigers, and maybe he goes to the Tigers. Tigers. Well, people say that because he talked with AG, A.J. Hinch and had a you know conversation with him. And, you know, who, who knows? Who knows? But the Tigers are going to be willing to spend money simply because they're starting to open up a window, and they're also in the AL Central where the window's open. The Twins all of a sudden forgot how to play baseball. The White Sox... <clears throat> my second favorite team, they've just now opened their window as well and finally well, started competing. Let me ask you this. What did they do with Donaldson with the Twins there? Uh, Is he still with no, them? No, he's played. No, 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 no. Don, why would you think Donaldson got traded? Because there was some talk about it. There was mention. No, 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 no. Uh, who would he have been traded to? I mean, no, they were in seller's mode, but his contract wouldn't have got off done. Well, yeah, I figured that. Yeah, they traded Barrios, but they weren't going to trade. Is it, if Maybe the Barrios, who are you thinking? No. They traded him with the Blue Jays. They, the Blue yeah, Jays. We got Rosario from them. What, what's kind of crazy? No, we got Rosario from the Indians for Pablo Sandoval, but Rosario played for the Twins all that time leading up to last year. Oh, that's right. Where, yeah, where, the, bad, where the Indians signed him. My bad. But, um,. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the Twins because I thought they were going to be a 90 win, 92, 3 win team, and then all of a sudden they just fell apart. Pitching fell apart. Well, and Byron Buxton looks like a world beater when he's playing, but all of a sudden he's not playing half the time. Like, exactly. He's always had injury issues. Yeah, of course. But, 
But but man, now, he had a really great start to the season. Now, and I know we've we've covered this individual as well on many of our podcasts. Bauer, what do you think is going to happen with him? Uh, I'm, I'm tired of speaking about it because I got the same answer as last time. I don't know because we don't have we the don't official know. word from. I, I don't think he's going to be a Dodger, but I no, think I he's he going to play baseball again. He's no, I know somebody will sign him. Yeah, and they should. Hey, the Steinbrenners will definitely sign him. Um, the Steinbrenners? Who's the Steinbrenners? You know what I mean. No, I, I, no, I mean, that's Cashman now. Well, no, Cashman don't own the team. He's just the GM. I thought, but the main Steinbrenner's dead. Yeah, I, yeah I George Steinbrenner's definitely dead. Did, but his the Steinbrenners even own the Yeah, Yankees they still now? own the Yankees. Okay, okay. Uh, his son took over. And his son's not quite as ruthless as him, but, uh... You know, but okay. Uh, about the twins okay. getting rid of Barrios, it's crazy that the um, the Toronto Blue Jays selected Austin Martin in the first in their first round pick in the draft. Yeah, a highly touted prospect. Right, one of those guys whose autograph you know cards going for several hundred bucks. Of course, of course, of course. Gets a Right after he's drafted, gets traded straight to the Twins for Barrios. Barrios is good, but is he just uh, trade your first draft pick and then sign you to seven years, se- uh, several uh, you know, hundred plus million dollars? Good. Yeah. Well, think of who you could get with that money. Exactly. I like him. I'd like to have had him. Yeah. But I wouldn't want seven years. I, I, I wouldn't want. I don't know about the price they paid him. Uh, it's a long time. That is a long time. He's not. I mean, he's uh, around the twenty six, twenty seven year old range. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's not like he physically couldn't keep up with it. It's just kind of a curious deal. Okay, so one more thing. We were talking about Korea. Yeah. Tigers. Other than Tigers, who else is the option? Let's see. I might go possibly Blue Jays. With Springer, yep. I think they've got too many uh, deals on the docket now, and I think they're going to be looking to bring in Marcus Simeon again. Po- possibly. Did, did you just see what Marcus Simeon did no, last year for the Blue Jays? Either Detroit, Mariners, Mariners. I, I would like to see the Mariners sign him. That's. I, I would like to see the Mariners sign him most of all. You you talked about something about seeing Conforto well, in talks. And, by the way, he got the qualifying offer with the Mets, didn't take it. I don't, and uh, so somebody might pick up him outside of the Mets. I'm gonna, but it'll I mean, be, he wants out. Yeah, and I think he'll be a, be, a, be a better player outside of New York. But also it's kind of – It'll be interesting if, because I remember all the dialogue between Mets fans, like uh, between uh, what would happen with Conforto and and Syndergaard, and they were expecting like, okay, Syndergaard's going to take that eighteen million dollar qualifying offer because he's got to prove himself, and Conforto, we're going to be able to sign him to a six year hundred and twenty something dollar deal. It's like you get neither of them. Also, who's your best reliever? Loop, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, Angels want him, and he don't uh, want you, apparently. And then uh, next, well, Trevor May. I believe he's not a free agent, I don't think. 
So Trevor May is going to be their next best reliever. Edwin Diaz and May. Because Edwin Diaz had a strong season coming back, even if it wasn't great. He was good. Yeah, yeah. He's a good reliever. Teams so, would like to have him. Let me get let me get you on this one too. Okay. So we picked up uh, D Rod, right? Yeah. For Bryce, Bryce Wilson, Wilson, bad right? trade, terrible trade. I, yeah. You never know. No, I do know because Rodriguez is not going to be anything he for us. Actually, literally started out hot. Yeah. No. At the, the problem is we picked him up right at the time that they started to check oh, for yeah. sticky yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't going to work. But, but there was a tr- reason we gave away a starting pitcher under contract for somebody like D-Rod. Apparently, we ha- thought there was reason to, even though I like Bryce Wilson. I've all, I'm always going to like I Bryce Wilson. Big, I'll pull for him. I'm always going to like him. I'm always going to like him for what he done for us oh, in that one game. Beautiful game. Beautiful. Yeah, against the Dodgers, he's always you gonna say the same thing about Mentor's three. Yeah, oh, me- yeah, year. oh, Mentor, yeah, he's above, yeah, he's uh, way above Bryce Wilson uh, in my respect yeah. list. I really wish we'd, but him. I like both. I like, I like to stretch Wilson out. I mean, not Wilson. Uh, I like to stretch Mentor out, honestly. Not anymore. We he, he's establishing himself as somebody that could no, keep I, doing this for a I while. Get that? He don't look like a flash you in the pan. Least, you could at least make him a long reliever. That's what. It, okay. Yeah, and we've talked about this before, too. Yeah, make him a long reliever, but change the definition of what a long reliever is. Yeah. Because a long reliever normally is somebody that comes in to uh, take a hit for the team, basically. Yeah. When you're down five runs, six runs, or ten runs. How about we bring in the situation where our starter only goes three he only goes four, but the gonna, game's still close. I was just going to call it a um, bullpen game specialist. Or just how about a three-inning set-your-ass-down-if-you-come-to-the-plate? We don't want to see no more of it. All, right, all, right, all right, what about half a starter? I, we just need somebody in games like where the starter only goes three or four. They get – they. Do those four innings, but the game is still either tied or the Braves are in the lead, even. But the starter can't go no more than that. He comes in, goes two, goes three. So, and we could do that every – just every I'd couple say, days. I'd say, yeah. Or you could just look at him as a one-inning guy that goes every other day or every day – every two days in a row sometimes, mm-hmm. even sometimes three days in a row, as we've seen. I just don't want to see him get bogged down like he did. I, I just feel it doesn't hurt guys like like teams try to act like to go three yeah, innings really three innings every three days or three innings every four days. If you're in the playoffs, it takes a lot out of you because just the dump of adrenaline. And and in the middle of the season, they're not going to want to do that to you because they don't feel the reason. Like they can they think well we can lose this game we're not. But I think there can be kind of a – like a – you know how the lefty specialist used to be a thing where it's not now because of the three-inning three rule? Okay, well, I feel like this could be like a kind of a new pitching position, like somebody like Mentor. Like so, three innings every three games, but, you know, you just find the right time to bring him exactly, in. Exactly, exactly. Now, what I'm going to ask you is with the CBA – you know, 
being negotiated this year, right? Yeah. What do you think of? I mean, I'm, no clue. I'm gonna say this. There are a few changes I'd like to make. Mm. One, DH Universal. Of course, I, well, never, that's coming either way. Never thought because it I'd gives more jobs to players, so that they're gonna vote on that of either way because because it's gonna bring but, more opportunities for players to get contracts. Then, probably expanded playoffs are happening. I don't. I don't. I don't the know only, if I want no, that. The I, only thing I want, the only thing I want on an expanded We done playoff, good in the expanded no, playoffs. I'm, the, what I'm saying is, the only thing I want to happen, expanded playoffs-wise, right, is a three-game set wild card. And we did have that. Not this year. Yeah, no, not this year, but we had it during the expanded we playoffs. We did, and that part I appreciate. But I don't like oh, – okay, okay. This could be seen a lot of different ways. Because if you're the Giants, say, 107 wins, you don't want to play an 88-win team in three games to see if you get to play the division series. That's true. Okay. But the also, like with the Braves and, you know, 88-win team, things fall. In. So it, it could benefit or drastically screw anybody. Whereas extended playoffs guarantees each daggum division, what? Okay, okay, but let's think about this. Here's another really good incentive that I don't think a lot of people would think about. Right. Having extended playoffs also um, incentivizes more teams to actually go for it instead of just tanking yeah, and just yeah. Yeah, that that's true. But see, a lot of people don't like that. No, I, no. We need people. We need teams trying, trying to win. To trade, but trying to win. Yeah. But also don't like sixteen teams and. I don't like it either. It's just. Yeah. But but I do want to see a three game wild card. I don't. Uh, yeah, I do too. Well, we could do the three game wild card with yeah. our current position now. Yeah. The end. That's I, I like saying. that. That's what I'm okay. saying. Okay, well, let's do that. I don't want to see 16 <laughs> teams. I want to see just two more games added on to the wild card. Yeah. Best two or three. I think that's best case. I hope that's what we do. Yeah. Nice. Well, guys, we're going to wrap it up and see you soon.